Let's talk about the remote capabilities of Business Central. Now, Ken, when you first posed this as a topic, I thought to myself, well, Business Central is a cloud product. The whole thing is remote capabilities. Yeah. But, uh, is it, so I'm, you're calling me the master of the obvious? I'm calling, yeah, the master of the obvious. <laughs> there you go. Um, I mean, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Thank well, you for the compliment. You're welcome. So, yeah, when I think of Business Central, like I said, I think of basically connected data that is accessible from anywhere. Uh, there's so many things within it that I guess have remote uh, capabilities. Like it's it's a cloud cloud based solution, so yeah, it's all going to be audit, It's going to be updated automatically. Uh, it's always accessible through a web browser or a sort of app, which also brings you into the app web client capabilities. It has, yeah. um, I mean, you know, it can just basically run on any type of device. What's your favorite remote work <coughs> capability? Well. Why the well? I'll tell you in a second. But the reason I I wanted to uh, propose this is I just felt like it's timely. You, you know, yeah. every uh, we we've gotten to the point everyone's working remotely. So how do you work effectively remotely? And I think that I think we have a couple different types of listeners. We have business central listeners here mm-hmm. who are who are you know listening to what we're saying, and they're aware of a lot of these things. But one um, for them, I'm hoping that maybe we touch on something that they didn't think about. That they go, oh, well, well I'm not doing that today. Why, why are we not using that? Yeah. Why, why can't we use that? Maybe we can quick, you know, improve it. this process. But two, I think we also have people maybe that are running older versions of NAV or GP or SL. And maybe they don't have some of these types of things available to them. Maybe they're running some other application, yeah. right? And they're considering moving to Business Central. So um, I thought... You know, maybe we can, you know, just spark something mm-hmm. in someone to go, hey, yeah, we're struggling right now working remotely. Um, maybe even if we're not using Business Central, just as a general discussion point, hey, mm-hmm. have you considered maybe this is something you could do or implement with whatever you're using? You know, but yeah, um, I couldn't have said it any better, especially during the current times or whatnot. Yep. So I'll jump in. I think one of my favorite ones is. The automatic backups. Uh, right now, a lot of people, they were still going to the office to do a manual backup of their data uh, during the, you know, during the pandemic, which wasn't, you know, uh, yeah, safe to say. Yeah, someone's got to go to the office, go grab the drive or a tape or something. <laughs> it could be anything, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> floppy disk. <laughs> floppy, some five, five and a quarter inch. Funny thing disks. is, they say that's the safest thing now. <laughs> I guess, right? You don't know. But yeah, I mean, now the thing with that is though, you don't actually get the automatic backup on, or a copy of it on your hard drive or whatnot. You have to request it from Microsoft if you need it, right? Correct, right. Um, so yeah, if you want an actual, like a separate backup of copy of your Business Central Cloud mm-hmm. Database, yeah, yeah, you, there, there are instructions where you can go build an Azure SQL environment and then create a copy of your business central environment to copy it out to this Azure SQL. Yeah. And then it's just a SQL database that you can do whatever you want with it. Right. Right. Um, it, but, with, but with that said, <coughs> um, Microsoft does all kind of redundancy and backups on these business central environments. So, if, I mean, something like if a drive goes down, right, 
you don't have to go to a backup. It just kicks onto a new drive, yeah. right? These are cloud centers. These are highly sophisticated with with all kinds of redundancy built in. Yeah. So I'll bet there's been servers that have gone down where people are running Business Central. They don't even know it because because of the technology that they're using for redundancy and, and mm -hmm. switchovers to different drives or whatever it might right. be, other resources, right? And, and I think it's pretty pretty safe to say that it, it the, the automatic backups isn't for, you know, somebody who deletes a field and, and, and can't re-add it. And no. They contact Microsoft to get a backup from an hour before. No, no, that's no, no, not, no. That's not the point of it. You're talking catastrophic events, really. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yes. So. Yep. And and if at any point, to your to the, this is important, a business central customer says, "I just want a SQL backup of my database," you can get that. You just have to make a specific request to Microsoft to get it. They will provide you with the .bak SQL backup right. of your of your database. So that Very that nice. is available. Um, so what are things that people can use to help them work more effectively remotely? Um, I, you know, I can't get past it. The biggest thing is the app web client, <laughs> right? The fact that years and years ago, you had client server technology. And you had to install the Windows client on your computer. And then if you tried to connect remotely to another server, a database that's located somewhere else, it took forever. Yeah. It was almost unusable. Well, with the app web client, it's designed to run from anywhere on any device. So if you have to work from home, you have, an, you have a Mac computer in your office, in your home office, open Safari, punch in the URL, and you're working. Yeah. So basically anywhere there's an internet connection with a web browser. That's right. You've got it and you're good to go. Any device. Tablet. It's completely responsive, so right. it fits any screen. Yep. So I think it's I think that's the obvious. It's like the elf, obvious elephant in the room, <laughs> you know, so to speak. But it's like uh, it's huge. So then we've got uh, backups, redundancy. Oh, we kind of already touched on automatically yeah. applied without any IT personnel. Yeah. That's kind of a big one, though. You really don't need to have an IT team to run Business Central. Right? You don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's no, there's no, you know, you don't need a SQL, hardware, a SQL yeah. database administrator or a hardware tech right. to run it. I mean, yeah, that's a huge in terms of return on investment. If, the, if you're paying someone to do all those services today, that's just something that, it, it, that cost completely goes away. And then you've got e-banking. So probably one of your favorites since you've got a finance background. Yeah. But the ACH, positive pay, bank statement import. Right. So think, so think about like in the, in the classic office work environment, I need to pay vendors, right? So I have printed copies of invoices and then I have to print laser checks on my printer with my laser, with my check forms. I physically have to be there to do that. Yep. So in a remote work environment, I can use ACH. There's e-banking tools set up within Business Central. You can map different, uh, you can map formats for different banks. You can plug in your, your vendor's uh, banking information. If you go into vendor bank accounts, mm 
plug in their account number and all that information in there. And then you can send, and instead of printing computer checks in the payment journal, you, you uh, create, you do a let you select payment type electronic payment. And from there, you can export an ACH file in your bank's file format, transmit the for file to the bank, and the bank distributes the funds. I'm waving my arms in an outward motion right now, showing that the funds go to all your vendors instantaneously. And electronically, so you didn't, you didn't spread any coronavirus or whatnot, so. <laughs> Definitely a huge, huge, uh, huge uh, Eve feature, I guess you want yeah, to call it. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, so and, that, and that's the key. That's what I'm trying to talk about here, or why, like, ways that you can operate more efficiently in a in a remote environment where you're not able to physically print documents and right, so so next up we have email document delivery and what do you mean just sending emails through business central with documents tabs? yeah invoices i got to invoice my customers right yeah. i don't want to print invoices out go grab them off the printer yeah run them through you know fold them up yeah run them through a postage machine put them in the envelopes uh right all that stuff that physically has to be done typically at an office. But if I hit the post and send button on an invoice, on an order, sales order or invoice, I generate the invoice, it emails the invoice to the customer instantaneously. Yeah. Completely paperless. Nice. There's a key word right there, paperless. <laughs> That's the common theme, I think. Right? right, all of this, right? That's the key. Is that I, I never, I never have to print anything, write yeah. anything, right, or send any mail anything. Right, it's gonna all be done virtually. Yeah. Next up, print and save all documents and reports to PDF. Yeah, so attach them to the fact box. This is I've been preaching this one for a long time, but <laughs> but like so, the common thing is like at the end of the month, all the accountants out there. They want to run their month in and they want to print all their reports out. Let me print my AR aging, my AP aging, my trial balance, my income statement, my balance sheet, my bank rec. Let me get all those printed out. Well, and, I, and again, this is one I've been, I've been doing for years. I said like, don't do that. Stop it. You're killing trees. Why are you doing <laughs> There's it? There's no point. No, but it's, it's, it's just a waste of time because what you can do is you can print that AR aging report, the trial balance, the income statement, save it as a PDF and throw it in a folder on your network. Yeah. And now you can always go back and reopen it, look at it, and if for some reason you have to print it, you can print it out at that point. Yeah, and it's accessible from more places when it's on the network. Yep. Nice. Send any page data to Excel. Um, yeah, right? I guess you consider this remote what's yeah. the alternative same kind of thing right yeah. well well I mean like instead of printing it right again it's the same I think it's similar yeah. you know to, to, to using PDF except instead of PDF you can put it to push push any 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 page that you're on mm -hmm. right that has a list of records uh, you can hit uh, send to Excel right yeah. or, or export export to Excel um, and then you can view those records in Excel. If you're using Office 365, you can actually hit the edit in Excel button, yeah. edit your records in Excel, hit publish, and it updates the records back into Business Central. Huge time That's saving really function. slick. Yeah. So again, the key there is, why am I printing? I'm not printing anything. 
it's paperless. Yeah. So, and I can save that Excel spreadsheet and, and, and move on. Next one up, you've got incoming documents, including OCR capabilities. I'm more interested to hear what you mean by incoming documents. Yeah, so incoming documents is a feature in Business Central. Um, it's, it's kind of a generic term. So, so what you could do is you could have anyone create a new incoming document. So common, let's say you have an office administrator. The mail comes in today, you get some invoices from some vendors. What, the, what that person could do is hit, create a new incoming document, scan and attach that invoice. And that now goes into this bucket called incoming, new incoming documents. Someone else then can look at that and they can actually go, oh, this is an invoice from my vendor. I'm gonna create a new vendor invoice for this. So they create a new purchase invoice and it then attaches that PDF, that attached, that, that, docu- that incoming document to that purchase invoice. Gotcha. So again, it's a way to get away from paperless things. Yeah. An incoming document could actually be a picture of a document. So imagine if you have your camera or on your phone, you could take a picture of a document and then create an, an incoming document with that and use that to be attached to your new vendor purchase invoice. Mm-hmm. And, then you, nice. and then you crumble up the invoice from the vendor and you throw it in the recycle bin. <laughs> the possibilities are limitless then. <laughs> yep. Now what's also cool about incoming documents is there is OCR capabilities included with it. So what one option that's available is you create this incoming document and now you've got this like PDF file, right? That's sitting there as this new document that something has to get done with it. Well, you can feed that through a cloud-based OCR, optical character recognition service, and it scans that document, it looks and it figures out who that's from and where all the information is, and it can dynamically build a document a record for you in Business Central. Nice. So once everything's mapped, it makes it a lot easier. Yep. So, and where I, you know, where OCR comes into play, if you have, let's say you have a vendor and you do 50 or 100 invoices a week with that vendor, that's a good use for OCR. Because it's that high volume, repetitive transactions for one business partner that you're doing work with. Um, Because every document from each customer or vendor has to be mapped so that OCR knows where to look for different information. And that takes time to do it. So to get a true return on your investment, you do need to have relatively high volumes Mm -hmm. of transactions with with a specific vendor or uh, customer. And you got to be committed to it for a long time. Right, at least a year to see a return. Or right. I mean, not uh, see a return, but yeah, I mean, it's going to take time to build. It just has to be a higher, yeah, high yeah. volume situation. If you have, if you told me I've got a thousand vendors and I do one invoice per month with each of my one thousand vendors, OCR is not for you, man. <laughs> not a good price because you have to map a thousand different invoice formats for just right? one. Yeah. But if you said I've got two vendors and I do 10,000 invoices a year with each of these two vendors. It's perfect. Perfect for OCR. Gotcha. Now, next up, document attachments. You just mean attaching a document to the fact box or what? You got it. And I think links and notes are the same thing. Yeah. 
So yeah, and then, and any customer record or sales quote or order, purchase order items, you can attach documents, you can attach links. Yeah, which or, are accessible by anybody. Or notes, like a, like a written note, you know. Um, and those are things that, those are ways that in our world, what we say is, those are ways that you can take unstructured data, right? Maybe it's a folder sitting on your computer, it's a note sitting in your Outlook, and we are structuring the data in Business Central so that everyone has access to it. So an example is on an item record, I've got three attachments. I've got my marketing flyer, I've got my detailed item specifications, and I've got the picture file, a picture or images, right? And then I've got a link to our website that shows more detail about that product. And then I have notes that describes when I last updated prices or changed vendors for that product so that if someone new starts, they can pull up Business Central, pull up that item, and they have all those documents right at their fingertips. They can see what's happened with that item in the notes, and they can link right to the website. Nice. Right? Real nice. <clears throat> Next up, camera enablement on mobile devices for image capture. This is, yeah. So This is relatively new, right? Relatively new, yeah. So one of my favorite features, and I just did this this week, actually. Really? So if you go into it, open up a contact record, or open up, open up Business Central on your phone. Um, I wish I could do a live demo of this right now, but I, I can't. So you open up Business Central on your phone, I go to contacts, I hit new contact, I type Michael and Trevartolo into there, and then under picture, I say, uh, take, take picture, take a capture image. It launches my camera app. I take a picture of you, and it auto embeds it right into my contact record. Really nice. Yeah. That's pretty good. So you can, so you do can help that. put a name to the face. Right. You <laughs> can do that. I mean, and you can also take pictures of documents. Mm -hmm. So like I said, if you want to capture, someone signed a document or something and you're like, okay, uh, I need to get this to my, I need to attach this to my order. I can create my order. I can get your signature on it. I you, enable, I use my phone or tablet to enable my phone. I take the picture, flash it, it attaches it nice. to my order. And now I don't even need to take your signed document with me or fax it or scan it and send it. It's just automatically attached in business. Central. I would imagine it's pretty big too with expense reporting apps. Expense, it's huge, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Take a picture, Take a picture of, the of the receipt, throw the receipt away. I don't need to keep them in my bag and turn them in in three weeks or three months whenever yeah. I get back to the office. <laughs> right. Next. So next up, we've got kind of the OG of uh, virtual uh, capabilities with the Office 365 integration. It's yeah. kind of one of the first things that Microsoft touted with Business Central when it came out. And yeah. It is what it is, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, it integrates everything. You open it up. Exactly. Work from that, that app. Integrating with Excel or using the Outlook client. Yeah. I mean, those are all, all things that we do um, on a daily basis. And we use, by the way, we use, we use this internally mm -hmm. to run our business here. And, and these are all, we use all of these things to make our lives easier so that we can all communicate effectively and efficiently. Um, really, yeah, again, almost in, in a paperless world. Yeah. That, that's what yeah. it really boils. I think you- Paperless? You nailed it, right? The fact is, I can't print, I can't print stuff. 
Right. I can't get signatures on stuff anymore. So how can we, what are the, some of the tools that we can use? And the last one I'll, I'll, I'll touch on um, as we wrap this up is, is, is some of the workflow stuff. Right? right. Some of the, whether it's using the built-in workflows of Business Central or now Power Automate, which is formerly called Flow. Yeah. Which is weird that they renamed it already. Yeah, already, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's that's another way. So instead of you know, you want to get approvals on stuff, well route it through these approval structures. Um, so that we don't have to do anything with it. But Yeah, and all these features pretty much work flawlessly. Yeah, I mean, there's no issues whatsoever. With yeah, them. so so my hope is that you know, obviously, I, you know, it's like I, I hate to you know don't beat a dead horse here, but <laughs> the 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 world has changed in the last several years, and we've now gotten to the point where I don't need a VPN, I don't need to have a, a printer in my home office that's mapped to my network or whatever. Right. Um, I just have to have a, a tablet. Or a phone internet or a connection. laptop and an internet connection. Yeah. And that's I really it. Pretty much do everything with Business Central now. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, things have come a long way, especially in the last, I think the last couple months are going to reshape the future for businesses forever. It's going to be. Yeah, I think there's a, we were on that trend. We were on that course. Right. We're heading that direction, but it just significantly escalated the pace. Yeah. Uh, for every, for everyone to get there, and and uh, you know that's our job. Our job is to help companies use Business Central effectively and implement some of these features, right? So that they can get the most value out of their systems. And just five years ago, think about without any of these features, how hard it would have been for businesses to communicate and and, and just do some of these things. It would be nearly impossible, and right. the economic effect would be crazy. Yeah, It'd be terrible. It, it just it just literally, ten years ago, almost wouldn't have been possible. Right. Oh, so we got it. Good to go. Now, with that, it's time to wrap it up. Unless you have anything else you want to add to no. the virtual aspect of it. No, I'm I'm ready to wrap it up here. I see that you're on can number two of the short fuse B thirty three. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm loving it. Is it getting better? With did I mention before we started that? I'm officially on vacation after No, this. you did not. I did didn't? Not. Yeah, so I got the, the, the 4th of July week off. So I'm going to be kicking back, doing nothing. <laughs> so I got my... I got my shirt? I got my party shirt on. Nice. It's a great. I'm ready to rock and roll. Do you have anything special for vacation? It's not really much I guess you can. No, do, right? we're just going to kick back at the cottage, the yeah. uh, family just cottage, and just relax. We we'll have a couple friends come and visit yeah. uh, for a few days. Which uh, I'm looking forward to that, but now we're we're just gonna kick back, take it easy, spend some days, hopefully on the beach. Yeah, I agree. Uh, now, will you be buying short fuse B thirty three for anybody? I don't. Can I get it at Minis? You can. That's where I got it. Yeah. I may. I may have to. Yeah. Give me a rating. I gotta know the rating. <laughs> so well, first of all, I mean, do you do you like it a lot? Do I you do not like it. Well, I like it. I mean, I mean, I would not have cracked a, a, another 16-ounce can of, of this stuff if I didn't like it. Because okay. it, it's it's not cheap, I'm guessing. Right. No, I think for four cans, it's about 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. So, I do. I do, I do like it. Um, it's good. It's 
it's too strong for me. That's my down. That's the downside really? for me. I like to drink beer. Too strong taste or too strong. I guess it's just gonna make you only drink a couple before so call, you're taking a nap. Call me old. <laughs> call me old school. I like to drink beer, Michael. Okay. So, like old school. How how many of these can I drink? Yeah, with that type I of. I mean, alcohol, good gravy. <laughs> like three. Yeah. I mean, three, and you're put me in a wheelbarrow on the way out of here. <laughs> you know. Um. So so it's like you know I, the, the the process of physically yeah. right drinking beer yeah, yeah is yeah. is enjoyable to okay. me. So physically, right, guzzling the beer out of the can or the bottle. Yeah, drinking the Miller Lite all night long and, yeah. and not getting the headache the next day. I got gotcha. you. Right, <laughs> but but like you know, so while it I, the taste is good, it's like man, at eleven percent and a pint of this, man, it'll rock you. Yeah, it's it's pretty strong. Uh, so with that said, I'm gonna go eighty. It's 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 just uh, it's yeah. pretty good. I like it. The flavor is good. The taste is good. It's pretty. It's it's relatively balanced. Yeah. I think on all the flavors for an IPA, but it's just too strong. Right? It it could probably be a better beer if it were at like seven and a half percent less alcohol. Yeah. So after my first taste. I probably would have given it a 55 as a rating. Uh, as you know, 50 is my cutoff point to where I can't, anything under 50 I'm not finishing. I don't know what it is, but ever since that first drink, I, you know, you drink more and more. I'm going to give it a solid 73. There you go. So it's not, it's growing on me, let's put it that way. That's not bad. Yeah, I don't know why. And you're not an IPA guy. No. No, not really. Or, or are you becoming <laughs> one? <laughs> Yeah, you know what? If when you look back at it over, my highest ratings have probably been more towards the IPAs, besides Corona. Maybe you are you're like a secret IPA a lover. IPA drinker. You just didn't know it. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I bought this beer just because I was trying to get something that was crafty and had a little bit of summer into it. And when I saw the honey or whatnot, I was like, all right, it might be like a summer drink. I didn't notice the alcohol content until I got back home. Well, there is so. no question. In our history of a shot of Business Central and a beer, you are the winner of the craft beer. You're the craft beer king. Oh, because of king that one? Of, you're the king of craft beer. King of craft beer. Bye. <laughs> Not being able to tell you what, anything about the, the, it. Well, the Maui pineapple? Yeah, yeah. Is that? That was I, pretty good. I think, I, I think that's, looking back on it, it's got to be my favorite beer now. I think I said that at the yeah, at our, that was a pretty good uh, beer. annual recap. But, um. This is pretty good. This yeah, is it's not good. bad. It's not too bad. Yep. So we'll take it. So, yeah, so last thing I want, I mean, as we're wrapping it up here, um, you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of people out there um, are, are starting to get back to, quote, business as usual. I don't yeah. know if that's a, the right term to use or not, but I just want to take a couple minutes to talk about like our experience. So we work at, you know, we have an office building in Rolling Meadows, uh, Illinois. And, um, you know, we, we had to come up with what are our policies and how, how do we do this? So uh, in Illinois, June 1st was the uh, stage, I don't know, three, three. 
that we got to. Yeah. We, we, and so what we did was we looked at the Illinois office reopening guidelines. And we looked at all the different suggestions and rules and guidance and things like that that, that, that we should be doing. And uh, we used that as the basis. And we, for, you know, so for the most part, um, I think we stuck to most of those things. Mm -hmm. You know, the one notable thing I think we are not doing is, um, you know, we're not doing temperature checks when <laughs> you walk into the right. building. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all professionals here. Uh, so it's like, I think... If you have if a, you fever, have a fever, you should yeah. know, you know, be aware of a fever and don't come in. Right. We're, we're, we're not going to treat you like kindergartners, frankly. <laughs> um, and, and, and I guess that's the common theme, right? Like, so we, we do the thing, like if you're sitting at your desk and you're working at your desk, you don't have to have a mask on. Mm -hmm. But if you get up and you walk around the office or you're interacting with other people or you, for whatever reason, can't maintain social six feet distance or whatever, you have to be wearing a mask. Um, and then we've done a couple things around the office where you, um, you know, um, you know, put up san hand sanitizers yep. around the office. We make masks available. Uh, bathrooms, we're trying to limit the number of people in there. Um, now, I've actually, you know, obviously, had the pleasure of speaking to other employees here, and <clears throat> a lot of them have said that they are very happy that we were one of the first to. I guess sort of jump on the bandwagon and say, hey, just work from home. Uh, there's no point coming into the office. I'd, I'd say we were earlier than most companies, you know, with that. I mean, a lot of it probably plays into the thing yeah. that we have the capability to do it too. But I know a lot of people are actually happy with that. Yeah, we so. were. So we, um, you know, for, and, and I, I can tell you exactly when it was. Um, unfortunately, it sticks in my brain. But it was um, it was Thursday, March twelfth. March twelfth. So in, in Illinois, stuff was get, it was getting pretty bad. The number of cases in Chicago. I was actually at a client site all day, working with a group of about six people, yeah. in a conference room, all day. <laughs> and I was driving home at about three or four o'clock, and we had a we had a, a call to discuss what we should be doing, and, on, and we spent Friday finalizing all those plans the, yeah. the 13th and said okay you know what effective March Monday March 16th we're just gonna have everyone working from home mm -hmm. and, and to your point though we were very lucky I mean almost all employees were already had the capability excuse me capabilities to transition to yeah. work from home right so we didn't have very much that we had to do to enable most people to work from home. There were a few things, a couple people that mm -hmm. we had to outfit with some new equipment and, and so on. Right. Uh, but for the most part, it was it was pretty easy for us to do it. We had to add some more remote licenses, and, and there was right. there, there little, was some little things. There was some stuff that we had to think about, and we had, we had to do. Uh, but you know, compared to like a company that's a, distributing products or manufacturing something or has you know fifty field service techs. Right. Uh, that are that are going out around the country and uh, repairing equipment or something. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it was relatively straightforward for us to do it. Um, so that's why we thought, yeah, why not? Right. You know. Wow, March twelfth, huh? It's been that long already. Yeah. God, time flies. I know. But it was the right move. It doesn't feel like that long. It feels like that long. <clears throat> uh, really? I I think. I don't. Know, I think 
with everything going on, only being three months, shh, I don't know. I don't know. For me, so for me, for this week, I was here um, Monday, Thursday, and Friday. So three days in the office this week. This is the most I've been, most number of days I've been in the office since at least early March. Yeah. Right. A lot of times I'm out of the office multiple days a week. Um, so to be in the office for three days a week, um, it, it's. For me, it, it, I'm, it's starting to feel more like normal, mm-hmm. and I anticipate when I get back from my vacay, <laughs> I'm going to uh, probably be in the office two, three days a week. Um, I was not good at working from home. I'm going to be no? honest with you. No. Really? I was not. Distractions uh, or Distractions, discomfort. <coughs> really? Not, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I even, you know, I... I I'd been in the first opportunity I had to come work from the office. I I did. That's interesting. Yeah. I think everyone's different. And I, I, I just, uh, yeah, I had a hard time. I mean, when I had things I had to do, it was easy. I got it done. Right. Right. But if I, you know, whereas like on a normal afternoon, maybe I didn't have anything on my calendar and I was able to catch up If I'm at the office, easy to work on at home. So what you're saying is you got like a TV in your office at home? Well, that, I, I didn't even need one. I would just go downstairs and watch TV, right? Or whatever. <laughs> but but uh, no, so I, I, I had to struggle. I mean, I had to, right? It was an effort yeah. to work from home. So I, I think there, you know, certainly I know that people, certain people like it and they thrive on it and they love it and, and that's fun and or comfortable for them. And so for them it's easy, but um, for me it was it was not as easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody's different. Um, well, you've been here for almost twenty years, right? Twenty years. Yeah. 20, yeah so you probably nineteen. Nineteen. Let's call it nineteen. <laughs> Let's call it nineteen. So yeah, I mean, you probably haven't worked all that much remotely on a consistent basis. I would say then over the past nineteen years. No, for as a matter long of, as of matter time. Of, as a matter of fact, even if I'm if I'm at if I, maybe I'm only at the office one day a week or two days a week. But those other days a week, I'm out at, at cu- visiting yeah. customers. Right. So I'm interacting with people. I'm, I'm, I'm in my car. I'm driving to wherever, right, around the yeah. Chicago area. And, and so it was, right, every day, every day was different. Yeah. So it's just not normal to And you. so for me to be home yeah. every day and work from home, it was tough. Yeah, it's just not normal to you. No. It feels different. Yeah. And being at home. I got you. Frankly, being at home and working, right? It's, it's, uh, uh, I mean, I've done it over the years. Like, usually it's at night. I got to maybe press something in the morning yeah. I got to prepare for. So I work at night. But but to be to all day be there and do it, yeah. it was kind of tough. To me, it was actually shocking how uncomfortable certain things were. Like, I... I I, I thought I had a pretty nice chair at my desk at home until you actually sit in it all day long. For eight hours. I wasn't used to it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, i got to change some stuff up here. But Yes, so that's, it, that's my point. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> you're, I can't, not, you're not used I to it. I can't sit at this damn desk and chair right. with this lighting in this room yeah, for it's all, eight it's hours. Yeah, it's all different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. 